What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Splash Bandicoot, ready to bring you back another episode of Nostalgic Plays. With me, as always, is... You got Jazz and Jeff over here, alongside the other amazing co-hosts. What's up, what's up? It's on the dawn. Hey, y'all already know who I be. Repping the W-U-T-A-N-G. L-O-C. D-O-Triple-G. And the place to be. Hey, boys. Don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. How's everybody, how's everybody doing tonight? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Not too bad. Yeah. A little chilly, but we can manage. Yeah. yeah Two shits. Staying black in these streets, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Who mans is this? I'm just, hey, I'm just saying how I'm feeling, brothers. Y'all don't understand me. <laughs> I don't know what to tell y'all. Uh, y'all, don't, y'all don't know the feeling. Yeah, man, we're just. Uh, oh, man, you might die. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, we're on the way, man. Fall is about to. Fall is coming upon us, folks. And, and so that means we're in the midst of football season. Third week of the NFL, week three. So we're going to get this started. We're going to talk about our upcoming prediction, our predictions for the upcoming uh, games. Later. It's going to start off by. By the Thursday night game between the Carolina Panthers and Houston Texans. Sean, who do you got winning this game? Mm, I got Houston winning this. Houston. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Carolina because last weekend they beat the brakes off of the Saints. At the, the Saints beat the brakes off of the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with the Panthers. Uh, Sam Darnold is playing good ball right now. Um, he he really found his new groove in in uh, over there in Charlotte. Even though, th- despite after his uneventful year years in uh, in New York, so it's good to see him uh, see him uh, find his find his groove. And uh, Houston Texans uh, they had a very lackluster game last week. Uh, you know, losing Deshaun Watson with we know what he's going through, and who knows who, what they're going to do with the quarterback situation is tough to tell. But, but, uh, but, but uh, I will see Panthers. I will say Panthers goes three and zero after this game. Who else? Oh, Chargers, Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. That because they om- almost. Come back against the Baltimore Ravens, so I'm picking the Chiefs. So well, they were the lead the whole time. Yeah. I know, but yeah. they they yeah. blew it at the yeah. last two minutes. So I the Chiefs because of their powerhouse offense. I'm I'm going with the the Chiefs on this one. Um, San Diego, LA. No, LA. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for Chargers fans. I'm so used to calling them San Diego. Um, well, they should have stayed in San Diego. They should have stayed in San Diego. But that's not here nor there. Um, they they had a bit of a up and down game, which resulted in a loss. So the, I think they still need some time to get their shit together, you know? Um, what I learned from Sunday night's game between the Chiefs and, and the Ravens is the Chiefs' defense is was a little shaky. Um, they were falling for for all of Baltimore's plays. They were they were pretty much baited on that read option all night long, and uh, Lamar Jackson was pretty much taking it to them. 
and so I think the the deep so the defense looks a little suspect. Uh, L.A. Chargers, despite them going one and one, the offense does not look in sync like many expected them to be. Uh, Justin Herbert is, looks a little bit sluggish lately, but uh, this is the game where he can show that he's capable of being a. a a great quarterback, especially competing in the AFC West for many years against Pat Mahomes. This is the game for him to break out, uh, especially against a, a very vulnerable defense. Uh, I'm going to go with the upset here. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Uh, upsetting the Chiefs in Arrowhead Ooh. Stadium. Ooh. Okay. Uh, oh, we will have, like, the standings of seeing who, who got it right. We'll see the record mm. at the end of this uh, uh, after next Monday night's game. Uh, who we got next? Cardinals and Jaguars. You want to go? <laughs> uh, I'm going with the Cardinals. They on a win streak right now, so Cardinals. Cardinals. Damn. <laughs> you guys took my team, huh? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm going to have to go with uh, the Cardinals because – Right now, that that Cardinals offense seems like they're they're very in sync with each other right now. So, right. Uh, this is gonna be unanimous, uh, Cardinals. <laughs> mm. uh, I don't see the Jaguars uh, put up a, much of a fight. Uh, things are going bad in Jacksonville. Uh, Urban Meyer, not a fit to be a pro coach. You know, it's a big difference between coaching college and coaching pros. And the way he's coaching, you you can't coach, you can't you can't have your style in the the way you coach in the in college won't translate well in the pros. These are grown men you're coaching, and yeah. and uh, for him to to treat it as a college, and then for him to pretty much be an asshole, micromanage during these drills, even during like training camp, it kind of shows. Uh, he'll be out of there uh, by December. I think uh, he'll take that USC job that's vacant at the moment. Uh, next game, the Bear versus the Brown. Yeah, <laughs> man, man. Oh, we really have to. We really gotta talk about this. Yeah, I'm gonna go. talk about this. Oh. Okay, okay. Let me go first. Let me go first. Oh Lord. Let me go first. So, do it like that. I'm a Chicago Bear fan, but at this moment, I'm picking the Brown being them. I'm not trying to say that I have no hope for the Bear. Is that right now our defense and like not like it was years ago? So I have to pick the Brown. Yeah, this would be a hard one for me, but and with uh, injured Andy Dalton, I'm not sure the Bears gonna be able to win. But yeah, you know miracles could happen. Oh. I mean, were they before? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to have to go with the Cleveland Browns on this one. I never thought I'd say that in a million years. <laughs> it's the but, first for everything, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's because it's Tuesday. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going I'm to have to go with the Cleveland Browns on this one because right now, the Bears offense, really shaky. Uh, the defense, kind of shaky. And, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I mean, not kind of shaky, but the offense is the majority of the shakiness. But, um, yeah. 
because Matt Nagy is like pretty. If I didn't know anybody, he's setting up Justin Fields to fail. Yeah, me. I thought I was the only one that thought that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and plus uh, Cleveland got way too many weapons on the ground and in the air, so it might be a might be a difficult one for the Bears, especially if they can't score. Mm-hmm. You know, on offense. Yeah. We'll yeah. So again, it's gonna be another unanimous pick. Um, uh, I think Browns will win this one. Uh, just simple fact that uh, Justin Fields, it looks like he's gonna more than likely start make make his first start in his NFL career. As exciting as it sounds for many fans, uh, it also could be the most frightening. Number one, you're going against a, a Super Bowl contending team if everything goes their way, and number two. Um, I just, I just think uh, Matt Nagy is just gonna limit Justin Fields' ability in the game plan. Uh, he's been very notorious for that. Uh, we've seen that in the last few years, and it's it's, yep. it's been very it's very piss poor. Uh, and and so and and in a way that's gonna that might may or may not. I could be wrong. I'm not saying here like I knew everything, but. It may seem like Justin Fields now will feel like he he would have to do do too much, do everything, and yeah. and uh, that you know that right and uh, that's what a lot of and it's very common in the NFL to see young quarterbacks uh, feel like they have to do it all with the limited amount of opportunities they would get. So um, it's it's gonna be a uh, who the hell knows what's gonna happen, but I don't see the. I will say this though. Um... If the Bears were, by some miracle, were to have a chance to win this game, I'd say they should really start uh, feeding Derek Montgomery a little bit more, you know, on the ground. Yeah. The offensive line is very shaky, though, but Montgomery, when the, with the right scheme, has, he, he has shown he can make yeah make big plays. But... Uh, I don't see how the Bears could win this one. I, you know, I'll, I'll be glad to be wrong. I'll be glad to eat my words, put some hot sauce on it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I listen to that 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 wildin' out mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> just to, yeah, just to be wrong. But you know, if I was wrong, but uh, I think, but I don't see how it's gonna happen. So on to the next game. We got Washington and the Buffalo Bill. Ooh. So I'm gonna go with Washington on this one. Go with Buffalo Bills on this one. Give me Bills Mafia. Somebody getting put through a table. <laughs> <laughs> getting Batista bombed. Getting Batista bombed through a table. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Buffalo. Buffalo bounced back. Uh, he they had a great bounce back game against the Miami Dolphins. Mm. Um, they clicked on all cylinders. They clicked on all cylinders so much that Mr. Bisky finally got some snaps in. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm gonna spare that. But hey, that's all Good I gotta job, say. Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think Buffalo, Buffalo wins. Uh, I think this will, I think it will be a, a very competitive game. Uh, on Washington's part, the defense is, is very good. Uh, Henneke, I hope hopefully I'm saying it right. Taylor Henneke, Hen- uh, stepped up again against the Giants and played another played another exceptional game. I do pull for him to 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 keep to keep the starting job for the rest of the way. 
you know, hopefully he can make the, the he'll be the big difference on Washington's season, especially in that weak ass NFC East. <laughs> <laughs> weak is the understatement. Damn. Clown. Trash. Uh, WCW in the late. 2000s, early <laughs> 2000s, my bad. Not late Call me Brown's NBA career. <laughs> uh, Stephen A. Smith being a boxer. <laughs> so, oh my God. Yeah, so, but um, I think Buffalo wins. I think they win by four. Okay. All right, next game. We got the Colts versus the Titans. Ooh, AFC South showdown. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, go with the Titans this one. Colts. I'm gonna go with the Titans because the Colts mm. seems like they're having some trouble on the offensive end. So yeah, well, well, when your starting quarterback is as fragile as a as a potato chip, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's 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 tough. And he he actually didn't play a bad game last week against no. the Rams. He didn't play bad. Actually, it was real good. Mm. And for him to get, you know, constantly get hurt, can you really rely on him? There's no quarterback, you know. Replacement or second. I mean, it can get Cam Newton, but. But Cam Newton had to get hit my right first. But uh, I'm I'm with you guys. I'm going to go with the Titans. Titans. I think uh, with Derrick Henry, he found his game. In the second half against the Seahawks, he found his game. And Tannehill was able to connect with Julio Jones. Mm. Hopefully that goes well for my fantasy, but my fantasy team. But that's another story for another day. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. But but, uh, it's good that the offense is starting to find their rhythm. But the defense is still in question. They didn't really do much of the upgrade. So that is going to be something to that that might be alarming. down the stretch once we once we come to November December games mm-hmm. so who we got next we got the Saints versus the Patriots Ooh. Oof. Uh, I go with the Patriots Saints I might have to come back to me and <laughs> no um, I'm a uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, the Patriots with this for this one. Okay. <laughs> oh man, this is a tough one. I'm gonna go with the Saints. I think I think uh, hopefully Jameis Winston can bounce back after having an uneventful game. Um, hopefully Kamara can find the rhythm. Yeah. Uh, the big the Patriots can Mac Jones. Uh, can he play a solid game? And uh, can uh, can the Patriots' defense um, flourish, make some big plays? I think the big difference for the Patriots is can they make give cause turnovers, um, especially against Jameis Winston, who who has a tendency to have that those kind of streaks. So I think if Patriots get that, I think they'll win. But I still think it will be the Saints uh, coming out on this one. Next, we got the Falcons versus the Giants. Oh my God! Mm. I'm gonna go with the Giants. Um, no, nah, I'm gonna go with the the um. Damn. <laughs> it's okay. Take your time. Take your time. How about we get back with you? Yeah, I go with the um. I gotta go with my family hotel. I'm going to um, the Falcons. To the Giants. 
I'm gonna go with the foul. Damn. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the foul. Yes. <laughs> Atlanta. That's an ATL. Simple that. New York, Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm gonna go with the Falcons. Falcons, okay. Ooh. I'm gonna go with. Oh, man. I'm gonna go. <laughs> now I know how you feel. <laughs> the Giants. The, I thought we were talking about the other Atlanta New York team in the NBA playoffs last, this past spring. I'm gonna go with the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm, a, uh, I'm gonna go with the Giants. Okay. Uh, the Falcons. The Falcons defense sus. Suspect. No, I'm not suspect. No, they suck. Defense <laughs> suck. They've been sucking since the Super Bowl 50, 51 game. That's a long since, time ago. Yeah, that's how bad their defense has been. Damn. Damn. Uh, um. But uh, they, it looks like they are going through a rebuilding phase. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, the Giants—they had the, they, that game was right for the taking last week, like about three times. And what else is new? I don't know how they <laughs> blew it, but I think this one they will not let this one slip away. I think they win rather convincingly. Hopefully, uh, Saquon Barkley can have himself a big game. Uh, you know, he's been struggling as of late, but hopefully, he gets it through. You know. And uh, on to the to the next game. Oh, hopefully, oh one more thing. Hopefully, Danny Dimes, Mr. Jones can start can uh, can can find his rhythm. I don't think he's as terrible of a quarterback as everyone want to say. But you know, it's the offensive line that's been the problem. But this is the game where they got to show show that um, they're not gonna go go down without a fight. Next, we got the Bengals and the Steelers. I'm going with Pittsburgh on this one. Steelers. <laughs> I was gonna say something major. The bang, the bangles. I'm gonna go with the bangles because they almost came back. So, but it, uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Cincinnati. Fresh. <laughs> I'm gonna go Don't let me down, uh, Burrow. Joe Burrow. I need you, fam. Yeah, win this game. Yeah, this is. Uh, let me this, know. Yeah, this is his game. The. To, to make a statement, especially against the Steelers, yeah. uh, the Steelers looked looked off against the against the Raiders, and and with Ben Roethlisberger health in question, I think it's gonna make things a lot of difficult for for that team. Yeah. But I do not see how the and the Steelers look like they're um, this could be the the beginning of the end for them for that Mike Tomlin Roethlisberger era. So I'm gonna go so Cincinnati. Uh, Burrow can have a redemption game. Jamar Chase can continue to show that he's not a mis- not a bust or not a mistake in the NFL. And then um, hopefully Mixon can get involved in early and often. Next we got Baltimore versus Detroit. So I'm going with are, are Detroit gonna bite off kneecaps? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> And fight and fight you at the at the fort at abandoned Ford factory, <laughs> or at Eight Mile. Oh, Eight Mile, they was trying to battle rap you to do. No, no, go against Free World. Free World. <laughs> go against Clarence. But no, so with this one, I'm going with Baltimore. I'm going with the Raven. I believe in you, Mark Lamar Jackson. Oh, so you putting your trust in trust? 
That's what you saying. <laughs> yes, Mr. Jackson. Russ. <laughs> I said. Okay. I'm going to go with Baltimore. Baltimore. Shit. Got to put my trust in trust. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, another unanimous pick. Uh, I'm going to say. Unanimous. <laughs> Baltimore. Like, say Detroit. I want you to say that. <laughs> After what I saw last night from Detroit, uh, there's not much hope for them. They were up in the second half, and then Green Bay scored like, like oh, God, five touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers turned into the MVP. Yep. See, they weren't biting kneecaps. They weren't hitting you with that, crowbars and shit, that's, and that's knock that you that down. Funny. And yeah, so, so I think it. Was, so, so uh, we're just gonna. Leave oh, it at that. Next game is... Jets and Broncos. <laughs> I know what you want to say. Carajo. <laughs> I'm going with the Broncos on this one. Broncos. Zach. Wilson. Of Zach Wilson of the New York Jets. I'm going to give you one more shot to redeem yourself. I'm going to go with the Jets. <laughs> Why y'all and, and Alicia Keys is going to hit you up tonight <laughs> Hold on now Hey 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 stop <laughs> And Ashanti isn't married Look oh. <laughs> Look <laughs> Okay you go Just try, on just try to day. have a good day man <laughs> Okay, mm, I'm gonna go with Denver. Yeah, Denver. Okay, I think. Yeah, there's a three yeah. to one odds. Zach, don't let me down. <laughs> well, Terry, I, I ain't gonna say the coach. Zach. Oh. Yeah, well, it's the Jets. You know what I mean? It is the Jets. <laughs> they, they S U C K. Suck, 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 suck. <laughs> Dumpster water. In that game, we got it, Miami Dolphin and the Raiders. I go with the Raiders. Raiders. Ooh, the Miami Dolphins versus the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go with Las Vegas on this one because they've been playing some good football. Some Be- gr- great football. Because they new stadium. Uh-huh. We're, finally, we're finally allowing fans in, the st- in that stadium. Yep. They have a club in that stadium, too. They need to be some natural-born killers, B. (laughs) (laughs) We definitely had to go out there one day. Hey, Raiders are associated with NWA. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with the Raiders. Um, They are just playing good football right now. They did beat two playoff teams from last year. And and the Dolphins, that is a 10-win team. The Raiders could have beaten them last year's matchup, but uh, this is not the same Dolphins team. Dolphins team... They look like the last shit I took la- against Buffalo. Damn. <laughs> but, uh, and then with Tua Tagovailoa hurt, you know, who knows how Jacoby Brissett will play, uh, which doesn't look like he might cut it. Mm-hmm. So, um, with the Raiders clicking offensively, uh, defense, if they can, uh, can, uh, step up. Mm-hmm. Even down the, even, uh, down the season, but even in this game, uh, Raiders win. Wins another unanimous pick. And now we got the next of America's Game of the Week on Fox. The next game is we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the L.A. Rams. The most game that everybody going to talk about. Yep. So with this one, okay, I'm not a big Brady fan, 
But I had to go with Tampa on this one. Tampa. I'm gonna go with the Rams. The Rams. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Rams. That defense is a problem. Um, like Kamaru Usman. That, uh, I'm a motherfucking problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how Tom Brady will feel like going against Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. The best. The, the best defensive line of all time. Don't at me, y'all. <laughs> yeah, don't at me either. Yeah, and then uh, even though the Buccaneers' defense has looked very, I mean, offense looks has looked great so far. Right. Mm-hmm. The question is the defense. Yeah, yeah. That deep, the Tampa. You talking about Tampa Bay's defense? Yeah, Tampa yeah. Bay's defense. The, uh, not. Been, yeah, they did not look like the defense from the playoffs. Yeah, that won them the games. So, and then. Uh, you know, so so I think the so it's gonna come down to so everyone knows it's gonna be the rant, the best offense versus the best defense in the NFL. Yeah. It's just gonna be the other, the other end. You know, Tampa Bay's defense versus the Rams' offense. Oh, yeah. uh, I ain't gonna sleep on Matthew Stafford though. Yeah, Matthew Stafford needs to needs to play a flawless game. Yeah. And uh, and uh, you know, Rams linemen need they need to protect the ball. You know the running game is going to be a question with Daryl Henderson out, but we'll see how Sony Michelle will be uh, now co- stepping into the starting lineup. But uh, Cooper Cup has been playing real well, so it's going to be the so they're going to need another big game from him. And uh, and Tyler Higby needs another game, needs a big game. I think he this is the game he can step up because knowing that they're going to because knowing that the Rams going to look at Cooper Cup. Even uh, Robert Woods, who's gone off to a slow start, but due for a big one. And then uh, Deshaun Jackson, you still got to watch out for him, that deep threat. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and uh, I just, and uh, if Brady gets another three-interception game, this is where the Rams got to take advantage of that, especially when it's your defense. That's, that, that's elite. Be eaten, Elite-level defense should, if your team has elite-level defense with a very – with a solid offense, you should take advantage of that when Tom Brady causes turnover. So, exactly. or hits Tom Brady, gets in the pocket constantly. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm gonna go with so so that's why I'm going with the Rams. So. Next, Seahawks versus the Viking. I'm going with the Seahawks. Seahawks. I'm gonna go with the Vikings. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Seattle. Seattle, yeah, I think they, yeah, I think they bounced back. Uh, they could, they, they could have won the game against the Cardinals, but the field goal fucked up. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and the C, and the Seahawks should have won that game against Tennessee, but that's, but uh, I think Russell Wilson has himself another solid game, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I do not see how the Vikings can. Uh, I don't know how they can win after they after they let one slip away. Actually, win this one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm, no, go ahead. I'm gonna announce the next game. Go ahead. Go for it, Brandon. All right. Next, we got the Packers and the 49ers. Ah. Uh, oh. I got you. I'm gonna go for the Pat. Thank you. We gotta wanna say the P word. The Niners. <laughs> the Packer uh. Niners. <laughs> I'm going to go with the San Francisco Packers. 
Or the Green Bay Steve. Oh, no, no, my bad. The Green Bay 49ers. <laughs> but no, I'm going to have to go with the 49ers on this one. 49ers. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go with the 49ers. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's the Bears fan in me. Yeah, mm. I'm, I want to say 49ers, but I think Packers will win this one. You know, Aaron Rodgers showed why he's still the MVP. I, I wouldn't be surprised. But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if San Francisco wins. When healthy, they're one of the best teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They're still one of the best. They're still one of the better teams in the NFL. But will they, but will the uh, offense, will they have, will they find their running game? Well, that's the question that, um, that's going to be, that's going to be. Because mm-hmm. the Niners defense is healthy and they show why they're, you know they're very form, a formidable defense, especially the, the the front four. So, but um, I don't see how the I don't see how they can beat Green Bay. So I'm gonna go with that. I bet. Next we got the Eagles and the Cowboys. Why you keep playing with me, man? <laughs> the Eagles and the Cowboys. I'm going to go with the Dallas Eagles. Here we go. He's doing that again. <laughs> nah. Now I'm going to go with the um, I'm going to go with the the Cowboys on this one. Oh. <laughs> I thought I would never hear that. <laughs> yeah, the Cowboys from Philadelphia. <laughs> There's even such thing as one. <laughs> yeah, they're not very welcomed in Philadelphia. No, they're not. Um, <laughs> no, nah, but it's... if they see Jeff wearing cowboy stuff, they'll boo the hell out of him. Yeah, probably throw nachos and shit like that. And throw all the Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, <laughs> who, who do you got? I'll say the Eagles. We talk about the cowboy now. Cowboys, yeah. Eagles. Cowboys yep. and the Eagles. Cowboys uh, and the Eagles. The boys and the birds. Yeah. Uh, the boys and the see. birds. My dad, he a big cowboy yeah, fan. I'm on to the Cowboys fan. I'm trying to watch my mouth. <laughs> Thank you. My brother-in-law's a Cowboys fan, but you don't see me having. You see me uh, making fun of. Stop making fun of the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had to pick, I had to go with the Eagles. This one. Oh. That's because the Cowboys, so mm-hmm. uh, Cowboys, they they don't really, no, they don't really look. It looks like they can't even win the NFC East, and the standards um, for NFC East is very low. I mean, I mean, because Ezekiel Elliott shows that he's trash. Uh, he peaked too early. He, 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 farted like. the, he be farting on the field, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, his career, his career has gone down faster than Kwame Brown's career in the NBA. <laughs> God, <awful. laughs> I mean, he, at least he had a bad career in the Bennett, though. God, awful. <laughs> no, or uh, Curtis Eden is, for those who don't know, he was uh, supposed to be the next, the next big-time Bears running back, but... Turned out to be... He, he flopped. <laughs> But but um, I don't. But uh, the passing game, mm-hmm. uh, that didn't look too good on Dallas's part. You know they they struggled to beat 
LA. They had a chance to put them away early, and they kept. And even though they did win, Greg Zerline, uh, I don't think offense is able to capitalize on. If they can capitalize capitalize on Eagles' mistakes, then they'll win the game. But I do not see that. I think Jalen Hurts comes back with the mud. Uh, Jalen Hurts needs to step up big. Um, they, they they're gonna need to find more ways to for him for Devontae Smith to get open or yeah. get him involved early uh, to expose the the Cowboys secondary. Mm-hmm. So um, be three to one Philadelphia. Uh, so it's three one Philadelphia pick, and we will come back with the next episode for the follow, for the record. And, and uh, the, I'm gonna say this now: if I was wrong, I'm sorry. I knew I was gonna be wrong, Auntie. On the um, Tuesday, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> now to our unofficial ads. <laughs> yeah, this episode of Nostalgic Plays is brought to you in part by Tuesdays. Tuesdays, so good. Michael Jordan don't even wake up on Tuesdays. Um, this episode is also brought to you in part by <laughs> Mariano's Purified Drinking Water. <laughs> You want that freshness? Drink some of this shit. It's better than Hennessy, guys. <laughs> uh, Stop smoking. Speaking of Hennessy, don't tell me what to do. Speaking of Hennessy, <laughs> this episode is brought to you part by Hennessy. Hennessy. It can turn anybody into a rapper. It's Nick Cannon's favorite drink. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it can it's help ugly people look more attractive since 1972. Yeah, you you see that girl in the club? She look like Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Take a couple shots after like a whole gallon. <laughs> She'll look just like Stacy Keebler from the W. No, I'm sorry. You can at least say Darren Lopez or Holly uh, Berry, uh, right? Or Mariah Carey or something. Oh uh-huh. no, that's too good. Yeah, like that's too good. <laughs> but when you drink, well, you drink too much of Hennessy. That too is gonna look like a ten. It's yeah. them drunk goggles. Oh yeah. Can't forget. Um... You just ask Jeff. <laughs> this, uh, yeah, this also bought you in part by Ducey. Ducey. Help my man Jazzy Jeff do what he say. Deuce. <laughs> <laughs> and it also bought you in part by uh, Mitchell and Ness. What about El Patron? <laughs> I was trying to leave that subject alone. El Patron. <laughs> El Patron. It can turn the average man into a certified fighter. Look at Jake Paul. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, also bought you in part by Mitchell and Ness. Mitchell and Ness has helped my main man DJ Sparty here walk into the club with his Kwame Brown Lakers jersey. Five <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. XL. <laughs> got a got a, a headband on <laughs> with the mandate on his face. And guess what? He ain't even got a cut on his face. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out and a shout out to New Era. 
always drops the dopest hat hats every week. Mm-hmm. It's helped my man, help my man D- MC Loke Dog look fresh every week. Except he doesn't show it because he always wears the bandana outside of it, <laughs> like he Joel Santana. Hey. Oh shit, man! I'm having fun. And he also wearing a do, and he wears a do rag under it, like he chingy. <laughs> no, I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing a do rag on my right leg. No, you left with the, rubber bands on the other one. No, you left one pant leg up to your knees and shit, <laughs> like he's a two thousands rapper. And he's wearing his jersey backwards, like he's fabulous. Hell no! Is that it? Uh, Jordan brand. Oh snap! <laughs> I, already, I already did my Jordan ad. What? What is it? Tuesdays. It's open on all days except Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Why not on Tuesdays? <laughs> no, you. Yeah, why not on Tuesdays? Kwame Brown was born on a Tuesday. Nah. No, no, he made was, his debut on a Tuesday. De- debut on a Tuesday, day. Jerry Kraut was born on a Tuesday. Took the words right out of my mouth. And then guess what? What? Isaiah Thomas wanted to join the Dream Team. On a Tuesday. (laughs) And because LeBron wants his tacos. It's Tacos Tuesday. And then who, and and where y'all want to do, go to the movie. $5 movie on a Tuesday. And the club going up on a Tuesday. That's Michael Jordan's least favorite song of all time. <laughs> uh, if he said going up on the third job, he'd be acceptable for that, right. but not Tuesday. Yeah. So uh, next, so going to the next topic, we're talking. Speaking of NFL, man, we had an interesting debate the other day, and I thought it was a great idea to to talk about it now here on the recording. Best receivers of all time. I mean, we're talking about, you know, with physical ability, ability. Abilities. Ability what? Ability sale. <laughs> no, abilities. Shut up. <laughs> abilities are called skills. You know what else has skills? Uh, I can't say the rest. I don't want to get copyrighted. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but having skills, whether it's having the size, speed, hands, route running, all that. So, anybody want to start off by talking about who are some of the, the big names of receivers when it comes to the, like these? And we're talking about some bona fide players who made the big plays for their teams. I'll start off with Lance Allworth. Lance Allworth. The guy was known for having a lot of double-digit games during his 11-year span in, in the NFL. So did every other receiver. In the NFL. He was also known for having a lot of pole bowling starts. So did every other receiver. Besides that, <laughs> he also had various times where he led the league in receiving. Receptions? Receptions, yeah. Uh, yeah. I got what was yeah. What was his decade? Was it he played from he played in the early sixties from nineteen sixty three. Through 1969. Okay, so okay, that was through. Okay, so that was during the AFL era. They were the first to, to have a pass happy league. Uh, they that league was ahead of its time. Lance Allward uh, had a, was probably the most talented receiver in that era. Um, he he did make uh, big catches for the, for that Chargers team. That was real good. 
probably one of the most overlooked uh, teams in that uh, during the AFL time, AFL years. Uh, unbelievable. Had ex- uh, and yeah, he had seven seasons where he had 1,000 plus yards and receptions. Yeah, that was a lot back then. Mm-hmm. That was that wasn't much of a for those standards. Those were very exceptional. So I'm gonna go with um, Steelers Sharp. The uh, Sterling. Older, Sterling, thank you, Sterling Sharp, the older brother of Sandy Sharp on Undisputed. He was a be- I'm not say one of the best, but I put him somewhere in the top. 15. Oh, for top 15. Top yeah. 15. Yeah, top 15. Top uh, 15. Yes, top 15. Because he, he had a, a short career from 1988 to 1994. And I already know because he had a bad neck injury. But during that time, he was playing as um, Packer. He had over 595 receptions. Received, receiving y'all over 8,000. And he made sixty-five touchdowns his career. That's pretty good for that for that period Short. of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. And his best, um, his bad, I would say his bad year career was in nineteen ninety-two when he made one hundred eight receptions, one thousand four hundred fifty-one yards, and thirteen touchdowns. But I feel like his last season, his last thing was a bad one in touchdowns because he made eighteen. Yeah, he had Brett Favre. Uh, he helped develop Brett Favre's career. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows what kind? Of, he might have been a Hall of Famer. Yeah, you know, he, actually, he might have been a Hall of Famer had it not been that yeah, neck injury. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was. I mean, he had the great physical skills. Mm-hmm. A great possession. You know, made made big catches for Favre early in his career. Was a pos- He was great at at making the catches, like securing catches. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, so it's hard to overlook that. Me, I'm gonna have to go with the absolute freak, the freak from Minnesota, Randy Moss. Ooh, probably, if you ask me, he's probably the most talented receiver that, to ever play the position. Yes. Wouldn't say the be- the great. I, I wouldn't say the best, but uh, but definitely the most talented. This guy, I mean, he had... The man was a freak of nature. And he right. said himself on the little... He was mic'd up. Yeah, when you threw yeah, when you threw a, a post or a, or a fly route to him, you know what that... You know how that goes every time? Straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. Yeah. He, Just throw it up there. Randy will get it. Oh, yeah. And that's where the word moss came from. You know what I'm so so you youngsters out there wanna know where the word where the term moss came from. It came from Rand, Randy the, Moss, young bloods. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> I mean he, he man, like people for hey. he I mean he not only he had great size, but great speed to run the routes. I mean, and you know was, what he taught me, young bloods? Straight cash homie? No. Straight cash homie. Tails never fails. If you know you know. <laughs> yeah, but you know what was crazy about with Randy Moss? He got recruited to go play at Notre Dame. Ooh, he had a yeah. full ride to go to Notre Dame. I got that right next to my Kobe jersey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should have seen this coming. Oh no! When you say Notre Dame, <laughs> yeah, he yeah he actually had a scholarship. Uh, 
got uh, got involved in an incident, so he had to go to so he he ended up going to Florida State for a year, uh-huh. and he was playing on the Florida State scout team offense, and he was torn up the the Florida State starting cornerbacks. The he was on the practice team, and he's tearing up the starters, the dudes that was playing on every down on Saturdays, and he was torn them up. Sound like Jimmy Butler did with the Minnesota Timberwolves, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, but it sucked that he never played it down there, Mm. down at Florida State. You know, he got in trouble again, but he ended up finding his his home in in University of Marshall, where they were like a Division FCS, Division One FCS champions Mm -hmm. for a couple years. He and Randy Moss was tearing it up, and even the one year they moved up to the FBS. Uh, where now you can you're eligible to play bowls. Uh, Randy Moss still managed to play, have one of his managed to have another dominant season there as he ended up becoming a, a Heisman finalist in 1997. He was a first round pick in 1998, and man, he was you know just a freak of nature. That man was a freak. So he was yeah he was a, a receiver that it was just hard to to overlook and. It was good to see his career rejuvenate in New England after uneventful years in Oakland. Yeah, and we don't talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, oh man, he, I'm gonna talk. How about this one, Terrell Owens? To yeah, uh, the guy. Man, he was just a, a beast on the field. Yes. I mean, I mean, he, he, he. I mean, he had good size, good speed, and he can. He had no problem stiff arming you to the ground. And make possession catches. I mean, he was a one of a kind receiver. You know, we're not gonna talk about his off-field antics. Mm-hmm. I think there's yeah. already need to know about it. He, yes, he was a diva. He did rub people off the wrong way, but you cannot question that he was gonna give you his all on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, his best performance was was in that Super Bowl 39 against the Patriots when he was playing in Philadelphia, uh, coming back from a broken leg. And still managed to have one of his best performance. I, you know, unfortunately, it, it resulted in the loss. But no, but there was no way people were gonna blame him for that loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though he had a lot to say about McNabb, but we're not gonna get into that. No. <laughs> you know, um, this ain't an episode of beef. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, they remember back in the day, they, the Bay used to be. Uh, Moss or Owens? Who was the better receiver? Well, I had to go with Moss on this one. Moss. Yeah, I'm about to go with the freak, man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, man, I hate saying this because Moss is just... Man, when you played him in Madden... Tails never fails. Yeah. <laughs> you played it. You, you used him in Madden. He was such OP. Oh, you could. It was unstoppable, especially when you throw them deep route, did them post routes. Yes. Yeah, and then the thing with Moss is he played with decent quarterbacks, but they were decent. But some of them were not, you know, like Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady turned out to be Tom Brady, but you know, like he made Cole Pepper's career. You know, people say, "Oh, well, Moss because he didn't have a good quarterback." You know, he that's why things fell in Oakland. That may be true. But Culpepper's career went uh, spun out of control since since Moss since he didn't have Moss on his on his offense. So 
there's that. Then there's Jeff George, who had a late blooming, who was a late bloomer in his career. Uh, ended up having his best years in Minnesota, especially in '99. Uh, I have another receiver. Uh, he was a teammate of Moss in Minnesota, Chris Carter. Ooh, and that's the problem about I'm looking at right now. Chris Carter mm-hmm. probably has the best hands in all of in all of the NFL of all time. I mean, ability, I mean, he could just make sensational catches. One hand, fall into the sidelines. He he made. He was a bona fide playmaker. Didn't play with a whole lot of Hall of Famers, mm-hmm. as far as quarterbacks are concerned. I mean, you can say Warren Moon, but Warren Moon, you know, wasn't the the same guy as he was in Houston. You know, what are your thoughts on him, Sean? I say Chris Carter. I mean, my bad. Chris Carter is like one. I say I put like my top. 10 a wide receiver and top 5 in Minnesota wide receiver all time because he did have a good career mostly in Minnesota when he averaged like 100 well not average but he hit back real in 1994 he made 122 receptions but only thing is he, he only made 7 touchdowns and we talk about yeah. the touchdown career that's the year after 1994 he made over um 17 touchdowns the game mhm Oh yeah, yeah he yeah he was like up there in touchdown receptions. Mm-hmm. Um, he had one of the, you know, it still baffles me that he did it. He it took him almost ten years to be in the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. when he put up like crazy uh, crazy numbers. Mm-hmm. And he was like he had better numbers than most of the guys in the receivers at the time that were in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. And then it's like how do you like what like how do you, how is he not a first ballot Hall of Famer? Or at least the second ballot. You know, it, it was very baffling to me. I think me. because they looking at his past and were like what he did doing no, something. I mean, he always does that shit. Yeah. Like, look at, like they did to Craig Webber. Look at him. Yeah, he but look at, but look at, yeah, but Moss had issues too in his playing career. But And he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, so what exactly. is that? So, 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 you know, it took Owens three, did three tries to get in. Mm-hmm. It took him much, much, low, much, much e- much earlier than, than Chris Carter had to wait. So. Oh yeah, you know, it's just who knows what these what the media what these writers are looking for. Oh yeah, they all kind of look for drama. They always trying to give somebody the sunny listing yeah. treatment, yo. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got a good one. I'm surprised ain't none of y'all said his name. Uh oh. Uh oh. I already think about it already. Uh, no, you didn't. Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> nah. I didn't know if he was. Oh, Joe. Uh, I was gonna say uh, Jerry Rice. See, I knew well, it. that's uh, that's like nah, that's obvious. a given. That's, that's a given. You know what? Yeah, forget about it. Yeah, I mean, Jerry <laughs> Jerry Rice even um, you know still put up good numbers even uh, in his thirties. Yeah, facts. Yeah, I mean this guy was the workhorse. He you know he didn't stay complacent. You know being great was a state of mind to him. Mm-hmm. Being the greatest, yeah. I mean, and breaking the records, I don't think it'll be close. Nah, for real. Yeah, unbelievable. Would you say he's All the major Will Chamberlain records. of wide yeah. receivers? Will <laughs> 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 Chamberlain of wide receivers? Uh, How many records Will Chamberlain has that nobody's broken yet? <laughs> yeah, but you know, Jerry Rice man, broke all the receiving records, receptions, yards, touchdowns. Um... Pretty sure there's a few more that 
we wow. can we can get in the list of. Nice long, nice yards. And then 22 touchdown and over 1,800 interceptions for Jerry Rice. Yeah, Jerry Rice was an easy one. Jeff, who do you got? I was going to say Steve uh, Largent. Largent. Oh, he was an all-time leader in receptions. Receptions, touchdowns. By the end of his career. Yeah, that's who Jerry Rice broke, believe it or not. He was was a receiver. You know, people think, you know, he gets overlooked. But people forget. But he had the skills to run routes. You don't got to be the fastest guy to do it. If you know how to run routes, you'll get open constantly. Facts. I'll be like a major threat to other teams during this time. Yeah. I mean, who knows how good he could have been in this era. Executing the routes. Because how many receivers we've seen in the NFL that they'd be the fastest guys on the field, but they can't, but they don't know how to run the simplest routes. Well, all they know is run deep. Just go on a fly route. And for Steve Largent, you know, not the fastest guy, not the tallest, mm-hmm. and still can get open, Made and had a lot of success in Seattle. It was a big part of their early success when mm-hmm. they just came into the league. Um, he, he, you know, he deserves a lot of respect. You know, he put receivers on the map. Oh, yeah. Especially when the with TV blowing up at that time. So shout you know shout out to Largen man. Um, I I hate to say this name, but did did because I know I know because my my father would talk about him a lot when he watched the Cowboy and Marco Irvin. Playmaker. Mm-hmm. Playmaker. Yeah. Marco Irvin. Yeah. I just wondered would Michael Irvin would have had a better career had in. Not only if he played longer, but if he played elsewhere. Mm. So sure, he was productive in, in in Dallas. Yeah, but it's not like Troy Aikman threw the ball thirty times a game. Mm-hmm. He did. And Troy Aikman never really carried the offense where they, they turn into a pass hat, they, where they start passing constantly. So it wonders like if what if Michael Irvin played with a different team? Or yeah, or put with a different quarterback. Mm. You know, would he put up? Better numbers would he have been considered in the in the likes of Jerry Rice? Mm. You know, it that like put Marco Earl with Tom Brady and see how that going work yeah. out. Another receiver people don't uh, miss. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald. Mm. Fitz. My, I mean, more tackles than drops, which is insane. And he had the most unbelievable playoff performances in 2008. Uh, which led to their run in the Super Bowl. I mean, it was unreal. Mm-hmm. I mean, catching over a hundred yards and getting touchdowns each time. I mean, he he stepped up big in that in their playoff run. Um, how about Andre Johnson for Houston? Mm. Bona fide star. Yeah. That man had speed. But yeah, good size. Mm-hmm. Because for Zach, I thought you were about to say Calvin Johnson. Yeah, Cal. Oh, that's a now he was a Megatron. Yeah. He, yeah, that guy had was a one of a kind specimen. Like what, six five, six four, six five, two hundred forty mm-hmm. pounds, could run a four point three, four point thirty three forty, and could and had a forty six inch vertical. That that was that's insane. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. He spent mo- he spent his whole career with a 
Sorry ass Lions team. Damn. Which yeah. is very notorious for, for wasting a once in a generation talent. Mm-hmm. Just like they did with Barry Sanders. <laughs> damn. And, and yeah, he and uh damn. It just sucks that we never see Calvin Johnson took another step to see how great he could have been. If he went to a different organization. Yeah. Or, at least, or, or at least that he didn't demand no trade if he you know the team going to be Lee sucked like be this. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then and then there's a... Uh, damn. Do you know his name I'm talking about? From like the AFL or from... Huh? That was another great receiver. He talked about um, Julio Jones. Julio Jones? Yeah, that's another Julio. talent. Or Art great. Monk. Oh, Art Monk. Art Monk, man. Mm. One of the most slept-on receivers in the NFL. He was part of the posse with the Redskins in the... Then Redskins. Then Redskins. I don't want to get I don't want to get canceled. The then Redskins. Mm-hmm. Washington now. Yeah, Washington football team. But yeah, yeah Art Monk was a... Was a you know Super Bowl champion? He was a the guy that that they relied on on in the in big games, and he stepped up in the Super Bowl part of the receiving core called the Posse. Hmm. I was gonna say uh, Don Maynard, who played who played uh, alongside Joe Namath in the Super Bowl three victory. It was great. He was known for his route, his great routes, route skills. And the era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. We forgot one more person. He played for the Bears, Brandon Marsh. Brandon nah. Marshall. Brandon nah. Marshall. Uh, he was only partial. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Nah, not Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall was good, but he he never really elevated. Yeah, he never. Yeah, like Julio Jones. Julio Jones, but will be a Hall of Famer when his career ends. I mean, he could just he had the slickest routes. Great size, and when, once he catch, once he once he he gets past you in the open field, he was he was gone. Uh, don't forget about the best receiving duo, uh, Tory Holt and uh, Isaac Bruce. Isaac Bruce, the greatest Torrey show, the greatest show on turf. Yeah, high powered offense. And then uh, then you want to say that? Then you gotta go Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison. I think they're very good receivers, Hall of Famers. But I don't think they they should be as hyped up as as others make them to be because they had Peyton Manning. Well, Reggie Wayne had Andrew Luck too, but he still had a successful career even after Marvin Marvin Harrison left. But uh, you know, those are some some great names. Lynn Swan to me is overrated. What about Keyshawn Johnson? Never never carved off that good. But I will say, uh, John Stallworth was a very good receiver. Fred Bolitnikov, the OG receivers. Of how they made modern the size, the mm-hmm. possession, the size, great making big playmaker. You know, shout out to him. And uh, just like that, we're gonna. I cut. get money. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna end this episode. Um, you got anything to say? Yo, um, thank y'all for fucking with us. Um, you tired of your uh, podcast host talking all that shit? Coming to you talking about, hey, bro, you want to hear this new Lil' Romeo track? Yeah. <laughs> Tell him, nah, B, I'm Gucci, and come to Nostalgia Place, because we don't do that shit over here. Yeah. Word. 
For new listeners, check us out on our Instagram page on Nostalgia Plays. Also check out our Insta- our Twitter page on Nostalgia Plays too. And y'all, and then for Sound of Done, y'all have a good weekend. We'll be testing you next episode. Yeah, thank you for always fucking with us. And we'll be sure to bring you back fire episodes. Stay black. <laughs> Stay safe, y'all.